Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Crossing Swords. I'm Andrew. And I'm whoever you want me to be. Oh shit. This week we're doing a bit of a different one. We've not done this before. We're doing Well it'd be weird if we just did the same pod twice. No, I disagree. I reckon people would still listen. That's cause that's cause they do what we tell them to do. Yeah, you do, motherfuckers. What what? So yeah, this week we're gonna talk about some spooky stuff, some conspiracy <laughs> theories, discuss where, how real we think they are, um, how realistic we're gonna, yeah, they are. We're going to rate them on a believability scale. Yeah, from 1 to 10. 1 being completely non-believable, 10 being... Yeah, it's good because we haven't, actually, we haven't actually discussed the scale. Well, we, we just could, We could both be coming in at like 10s and 10s and you're like, that's bullshit. It's <laughs> never fucking happened. Like, absolutely <laughs> happened. So yeah, 10's completely believable, 1 is non-believable. Yeah, and there's one I want to start with because it comes up literally if you ever Google like urban myths and urban legends, there's one that keeps coming up again and again and again. And I want to get it out of the way, okay? Gate is in the sewers. In New York City, there's this urban myth that in the sewers of New York, there are alligators and it's believed that they came up, uh, like people bought them in Florida where there is lots of alligators and they put baby ones up as little pets and then they grew too big and they were like out fucking flushing down the toilet. Believability, go, how believable. I'm giving that a solid five. I yeah, I think believe it, it's got a sort of six, seven ring I'm, to I'm, it. I think it, I'm just to be reasonable. I've gone five, but I reckon it could be possible. Oh no, I think it's absolutely. It's I absolutely reckon there's some sick fucks out there. That however, there's know. a lot of research done into it. Um, absolutely not true, but it's believable. It sounds Fake good. News. You know, it's like when when people spread rumors about Kevin Spacey and stuff. You're like, yeah, I buy it. What do you I'm mean, fine. spread rumors? Yeah, they, a lot of them did turn out to be true. What, like him walking his dog on a common <clears> one night and getting beaten up because he was trying to cottage? And then when the police asked what he was doing, he said he was walking his dog, but he had no dog with him. Yeah, the stuff like that. You know, yeah, I, I, I don't think that's a rumour at all. I think that's a 10 out of 10 <laughs> on the believability scale. But anyway, right, that's out of the way. That's done. That's that's here and there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick off the second one with a bit of a... Ooh, mysterious vibe kind of thing. <laughs> if you guys could see what I just saw, <laughs> Jake doing like this sultry movement with his arms, or what I think he believed was a sultry movement with his arms. I sort of look like one of those inflatable sales dolls. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm about to basically give things away because my prices are just that low. <laughs> yeah. Um, In fact, he'll pay you. Is his one finding bodies? Well, not finding bodies, bodies in hotel rooms. Right. Like, mostly under the bed, but sometimes in cupboards and stuff. Like, people are really paranoid. Well, not people, conspiracists are very paranoid that, um, that there's often bodies in hotel rooms. Now, it comes from, I guess, a paranoid a paranoia of cleaners not really doing their job properly. To be honest with you, I don't think I've ever gone into a hotel and been worried that there's going to be a dead body in my room. No, semen... I'm often worried about semen. No, to be honest with you, I think if you're going to a hotel worrying about those things, you just shouldn't go to a hotel. <laughs> but believability. Well, I'm I'm not saying there's never been dead bodies in hotels. It's like a three or a four but for me. I, I think you're being generous, to be honest. I just can't picture a maid having been into a room and not noticed a dead body, so I'm going to go for a two. However, absolutely true. There are a number of, of reports that, that particularly in, in a lot in Illinois, in the US, but all over the place, all over the world, of hotels being used 
as body dump spots and yeah, bodies being left. Of all places I would think to take a dead body, it would not be a, bit, a hotel. Well, not now, because you have to give them like, your passport, you have to check in, you have to give them like, a debit card. Well, exactly. Like, would you not take a body somewhere about... Like, just, and also, who was the first killer that decided, all right, this hotel, this is the one I'm dumping it at, and everyone else was like, do you know what? Hotel, well, imagine, the first, imagine the, the first Peter, the first family or whatever, who were laying in bed, and they were like, is that, a, is that an arm under the bed? Is that a body? But <laughs> <laughs> like, I love the no, fact... come on, don't I've be stupid. That's not a fact, body. I love the fact it's taken until they got into bed, got comfortable, <laughs> to notice a limb... <laughs> Hanging out from under the bed. <laughs> no doubt a bloody limb. Yeah, exactly. Okay, and I just think they did that classic, like, uh, cartoon thing where they were like, but if you're here and you're here, <laughs> then who's that? <laughs> who's under the bed? Like, ah! But um, absolutely true, people using it. And yeah, I'm with you. Look, if I was a killer, um, I wouldn't be using hotel rooms. No. Um, I've got a, a spooky one. A woman was. It's a bit of an urban legend. It's supposedly. Well, that's true. good. That's the point of the. Uh, a woman was home alone one night, just her and her dog, and she was afraid. So, for comfort, she had the dog sleep. I'm, I mean, personally, with this story, why you would have your dog under the bed, I don't know. I well, would have the, the dog, dog sleeps wherever the dog wants to fucking sleep. Yeah, if the dog likes got... it under the bed. No, but presumably, like most normal people, the dog would share the bed with you. But anyway. Yeah, but maybe so... their dog's a mong. We don't know. <laughs> So anyway, the dog's under the bed. During the night, she wakes up to hear a dripping noise coming from the bathroom, but she was too afraid to get up and look, so she put her hand oh, down... she doesn't need a wee. ...put her hand down by the bed for reassurance from the dog, and the dog licks her hand. And she wakes up the next morning, goes to the bathroom to find her dog has been mutilated and strung up um, in the bathroom from the uh, railing and on the wall. In the dog's blood reads, uh, humans can lick too. Yeah, creepy as fuck. Now, believability. I mean... I'm giving that a solid seven. Yeah, I reckon like a that seven happened. or eight because there are some really, really I reckon fucked that up people in the world yeah. who would absolutely do shit like that. But is it... Right, okay. Like, okay, I'm not an expert and I don't expect you to be an expert either. But, like, would you not know the difference between, like, a human tongue and a dog's tongue? But what's, what size of the dog are we talking here? Because if it's, like, well, a little it terrier or something... But normally know. a dog's, dog's tongue is quite rough really... quite drier. Yeah, well, no, I was about to say quite wet. Yeah, no, not dry, wet even. Yeah. But it's, it's rougher. Um, but I suppose if you summoned up enough saliva in your <clears> mouth, you could... And depending on how long yeah, but your would tongue you not... is... I mean, she's obviously, like, semi-awake there. I mean, how many times have you been licked by a human? She's resting down. Well, listen, we're not here to discuss my private life. But if you're if you're resting your hand down, you're like semi awake, building up saliva. Listen, it's like you're going to hear that, and you're going to think. Well, I just summoned a lot of saliva in my mouth. I didn't need to. You're just ready to go. Yeah, I disagree. I think you're just always ready to go. I think you've got a wet mouth. Well, again, we're again, not talking about my life. private life. <laughs> <laughs> Believability factor, though. Like, yes, also, I'm just saying, if I was scared. In my room, the last thing I'm going to do is put my hand under the bed. It's like in a horror movie when someone looks under the bed. No, you cover up, like, like you pull your duvet over like it's a sleeping bag or something. Yeah. You just get nice and tight. Yeah. 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 It's the last thing you do. Yeah, I don't know know why she did that. Yeah. What for comfort? Because her mongy dog's under the bed, we know that. Right, also, we've got other very well-known ones, like we've got Bloody Mary, 
obviously if you go into a bathroom yeah believability factor one you have to close the door and i only say one because the fact the scale doesn't go to zero it's one but yes sorry but say would you do it then yeah well oh well no, because there's no point to it. But if it was like being dared to, because I'm basically... So if I said to you, Jake, after this podcast, I dare you to go and do bloody Mary. Yeah, because I'm a child and I have this weird ego and I don't want to like, let do myself it. down. No, it most literally eight-year-olds asking me to do it. Oh, yeah, I'd absolutely do it. I'm going to have a problem with that. It's absolute it. bullshit. Or you believe it. I don't know whether I'd turn to believe it, but I'm scared there's enough... There's enough of a risk. ...that I wouldn't do it, just in case. Like, it's a three, but, you know, that three's still a three. Yeah, it's still that tight. Like I would say, I'm ninety nine point nine percent sure nothing. So what number happen. is it on our scale? On our made up scale? Well, not made up. One to ten well, is a legitimate I'm a scale. Bit but... of a pussy. I'm gonna say I'm giving it a four, five, five. I'm giving five. it a five. Hold on, didn't we do one at the start that had a five? <laughs> and yet you're giving. Didn't the Gators in New York get a five? Yeah. And you're, you're saying that. It's as likely that there are gates with a legitimate backstory of like people bringing them as pets because people do that. They go away, they see weird pets, exotic pets, they bring them back, they get a bit big, they get rid of them. Very believable backstory. That gets a five. But what also gets a five is you go into a room and close the door, look in the mirror and say Bloody Mary a couple of times and then someone appears. It's actually three times. That's the whole point. Oh, I'm sorry, you've just added all the validity. I was doubting it at first, but no, three, you're right. Three, everything comes in threes. Three's the magic number. Yeah. I mean, I know. We cannot move on from this. How are you giving it a five? Because I'm scared enough that I reckon... But what, like, say she does appear, what's she going to do? She kills you. Does she? Yeah. If you don't turn the lights back on quick enough and open the door, she'll kill you. See, why are all these things conditional? Why do they all come with get out clauses? <laughs> like, why is it she's going to kill you? And also, it's like, it's like that thing, do you know when, um, I mean, you've done it working in a job, when you lock up the shop and you lock, like, this door, but then you realise you actually locked the front door a couple of times and pulled the shutters out and stuff. You're like, if burglars have got through that, I hardly think the little lock on the door at the back is going to stop them. <laughs> it's like, if she's come through from this other world and she's standing there ready to kill you, I hardly think you switching the lights on or opening the door is going to make her go, shit, I better leave. Bro, it's the rules. Yeah, I know, you don't make them, you just follow them. Do you know what I mean? I just, there's so much to dissect that I don't fully buy into. No, but I'm just not willing to risk it. So it's a five for me. Yeah, fine, well, after this, I'll tell you what, after this pod, I will go in, I will do the bloody Mary thing, and when this pod wait, 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 is wait. up and live... Can you wait for me to leave before you do it, please? No, well, she's not going to kill you, is she? No, but I just don't want to be around. Well, someone's got to put away the equipment. Well, you put away the equipment. Oh, so I've got to put away the equipment and then die. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tidy up my stuff and leave it for you to put it That's wherever very generous. No, well, look, what I'll do, I'll do it, and then when the pod goes up and live, either we'll, you know, either I'll report and say nothing happened, or it'll be a, an, a, a memorial episode. Yeah. To my honour. to replace you and get another presenter. Yeah, and then you'll see the quality dip. <laughs> 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 so have you got another one for us? The love is real. Yeah, okay. So how how do you how do you rate this one just as a sentence? The dictionary makes mistakes. Uh, Urban myth is that the dictionary put in a word that wasn't a word. They just slipped it in and none of us noticed. Well, someone noticed. That's how it became a a, a legend and a myth. I've never. Well, I wouldn't say I've never owned a dictionary. That's not true. You've never read it from start to finish. No. It's a shame. It's a great end. I bet. Real twist. I bet. When the xylophone comes in, ooh. You do not see that kind. No, I bet. Final couple of scenes are on a yacht. It's mad. 
<laughs> but but ability one to ten. Uh, I can picture someone being shithousery enough to do it. So I reckon. What someone working in the dictionary giving it the right fucking big bigger. Yeah, yeah, like maybe they were pissed off or something, or wanted to just play a joke on everyone. And the, the editor, much like yourself, has been like, "I'm not reading that. Look yeah. at the size of it. I'll give it seven. Yeah, yeah." Yeah, do you know what? I'd I'd give it I'd give it a seven or an eight. Yeah. But we should both give it an absolute ten out of ten because it happened. Okay. The American dictionary makes obviously we follow the the Oxford dictionary generally here. Yeah. Uh, well, Webster's, the American dictionary, uh, for a whole fourteen years, fifteen <laughs> years between about thirty three, thirty four, right through to about nineteen forty seven. So okay, no, that's really hard. I'm saying through like fourteen years. A lot of those were through the Second World War. I doubt a lot of the efforts were going on checking the dictionary over. <laughs> like <kids>. Lazy bastards. <laughs> Japan's attacking and, and blowing us up and themselves. We've got, you know, Hitler kicking off shit in Europe. Russia's making moves on people. And we're like, has anyone read the dictionary lately, guys? Because I think... <laughs> There's a word that shouldn't like, be. I'm either. telling you, man, I spotted it. I think you're going to get shooed out of a lot of rooms during those periods. Right. But even either side of the war, there's still a couple of years either side of the war where this happened. So the word was dord, D-O-R-D. They described it as a synonym for density. Okay. Um, and the editor later admitted that it should never have been in there. It never existed. Okay. Some employee, as you hypothesised, has just put it in for the sake yeah, of it. Next level shithousery. And, you know... They worked to see. They thought they'd get caught pretty quickly. I don't it's suppose they saw the outbreak as well. Can you reckon, like every year when they re-released the dictionary, the guy was going into bookstores like that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, In his defence, I think the kind of person that thinks that's funny probably is a certain type of person. Yeah. And they probably do find it really funny. The kind of person who's entering uh, uh, entries into the dictionary. They're not the cool people. They're not the cool gang. How dare you? I love them. You're, They're my you're people. You're mugging off another race of people. I know, and the, the best thing is they can mug me off all they like, and I'd never know because I don't know half the words they use. <laughs> they could make them up, and I wouldn't know. Right, next one. Hit me. I'm sure you don't actually want me to hit you. Well, like, again, private lives. Private lives, private lives, private lives. Okay, what about this one? Um sort of taken a bit from Up the movie the fantastic Pixar movie I've never seen it right well we're going to stop the pod and you're going to have to go away and watch it <laughs> and if you've not seen the pod pause now because you're not allowed to continue unless you've seen it <laughs> but there's a there's a, a, an urban legend that a man attached some balloons not to a house but to a chair like an average garden chair and floated away spirited away uh believability what let's discuss it what do we think uh, I reckon someone would have done that yeah. and that it worked that was the idea that it worked that it actually flew yeah he would have died obviously I mean how but... many balloons would you have to attach well a lot I'd imagine I mean at my peak I would say not a lot I was quite light but in the latter years <laughs> a fucking lot well I've, I've, of course it's possible think of like hot air balloons it, it is possible yeah, I mean, it's a slightly different concept to actual just helium balloons, party store balloons. Yeah, but they can still lift things if there's enough of them. No, and you're right, and it's a stupid one to discuss in many ways, because we both agree that it's highly plausible. Oh, I'll give it a 10, I reckon that it happened. It highly happened, it did. Yeah. It did, in the 80s. He would have died, but... 
Well, interestingly, he actually should have died, I think. He flew for 45 minutes, give or take. And the, please tell me they started popping. Ah, oh, I wish. No, he um, he obviously can't control it. Flew straight into some power lines. Um, didn't die, though. I hmm. guess I guess balloons make good con- uh, insulators. Well, he obviously didn't go that high, then, he did, did he? He did break a couple of bones on the way down. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Um, I'm I'm surprised it was only a couple. <laughs> yeah, well, we got off quite lightly then, didn't we? But yeah, it did happen. And um, the great thing about an urban myth like that is it inspires a lot of copycats. Yeah, a lot of people have had a go since. People are fucking idiots. Yes, they are. And a lot of but a lot of big companies have uh, well not big companies but a lot of like tech companies have tried it. And obviously they've added fans and they've added ways to control it. Yeah, and yeah, they've yeah. really bolted it. But what the the great thing about the original. The OG is that, is that it was literally garden it. chair balloons. There was proper guerrilla science, and he had no control, as was abundantly clear from the fact that he went so into fucking So he was very much line. prepared to die. I mean, I would I would argue that someone who who does that kind of thing doesn't think a lot. So I don't know if he thought he was going to die. Yeah, but I'd like to think that some thoughts gone into. <laughs> you don't just wake up one day and go, "I'm flying." Today. Yeah, I reckon the thought that's gone into it is. I, it's sort of, I reckon it started in the pub. I reckon some bloke's been like, do you know? I reckon it was an urban myth before it started. Someone was like, do you know you can put some balloons on a chair and you can actually fly? And they were like, fucking bullshit, mate. And he was like, I'll fucking show you. <laughs> and then only once he was up there, he's realised, well, this was a mistake. <laughs> I didn't figure out how I was getting back I mean, down. I reckon he didn't even take a stick with him to like, the balloons well that's exactly what I was thinking that's what my idea was that's, your, that's your technique yeah, yeah, yeah I would have just popped one at a time just to slowly lower it and... so can we say then that while I adjourn to the bathroom to try the bloody Mary you try and fly on a garden chair with balloons mate I live on a budget I can't afford that many <laughs> balloons and helium's in short supply so that's a, that's a firm no it's a firm no write to us at swords crossing, crossing swords nineteen at gmail dot com. Well, hold on a minute, because ten minutes ago I was replaceable. Well, yeah, you are. Do you know what? If you died in the balloons, I wouldn't even replace you. I'd go on solo. Yeah, but that's good. You're that's how much of an pricks. insult to you it would be. Yeah, but you'd have no ideas. Oh, you are the ideas man. Yeah. Well, I'll you know fill up a journal before you have a go, will you? So <laughs> if you do die, I've got something to go off. Uh. I've got another one. Again, is either true or isn't true. It's a Canadian legend that there was a lawyer working in a high-rise in Toronto who was so confident in the strength of the windows. I mean, you can almost see where this is going. That he would try and impress people, new starters, interns. They used to do... Uh, college tours and stuff or high school tours where people come and spend a day looking at the office of a lawyer because you know fucking isn't school fun <laughs> and he was used to try and scare them by running full power at these windows oh, and Jesus. just bouncing back but of course absolutely the legend goes that one day he ran full power at a window he didn't bounce back he went through the window and fell to his death <laughs> what's um, a dickhead believability factor Oh, someone did that last 10 out of 10. <laughs> and you'd be absolutely right. Yeah, quite frankly, he deserved to die. Oh, what? He absolutely deserved to die. If anything, I hope that as traumatic as it was, someone didn't 
at least turn around and be like, fucking bout time. Right, and I can just picture there was someone in the room that seen him do it like a million times. It's just like, oh, it's Gary being Gary. <laughs> and then like, he goes flying out the window and people look at him like, does this normally happen? No. Because <laughs> <laughs> the best thing is, is <coughs> he'll have built up as being, he wouldn't have been like, these are indestructible, watch this boy. He'll have tried to scare them. Yeah. So he's been like, I've had enough, I'm running. And they're like, did we just witness suicide? Like what just happened? And it would have taken a few days for someone to say, no, he, he does he that does all this. the time. It's not like, it's not that big a deal. He usually bounces back. But for a while, they'd have been like, did we just watch Hell Commit Suicide? We just, he just like made a suicide note to us and then ran out the fucking window. I can't take it anymore. This place is killing me. And I love the idea that someone was in there who's seen it before. I really want someone to have been in there and been like, oh, fucking here we go. <laughs> and then watch it go and be like, oh shit. Can you imagine being the people in the floors below just watching him? And do you know what I hope? Again, I hope the reaction was them just going, Oh, Gary's time's up. <laughs> or someone just going, oh, I always hated that prick. <laughs> just these, these poor fucking kids. Yeah. Terrified. Absolutely terrified. But it, yeah. Um, and obviously it started, word started to spread that this guy had happened and obviously a lot of people were like, fucking bollocks. No bloke jumped out of a fucking window to scare some kids. <laughs> but um, yeah. It did. I've got another one for you. That's that's a um, I'm yeah. So I've got what one more that well, I've got a couple more, but one more that I really want to look at, which is the 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 myth about Green Park in London, right? Which is it's one of several royal parks, um, and it's the only one without flower beds, right? And the myth goes: the reason that is is because Charles the Second was caught picking flowers for a mistress in the park. Right. And so the Queen was like, right, well, let's get rid of Instead of a logical reaction, which would be to have a go at him, to sort out the mistress, to even, like, even more logical would be to send someone around to kick the shit out of the mistress. Like, yeah. I don't condone it, but there'd have been some logic. No, her logic was supposedly I'd to get rid them. of the, to get rid of the flower. And I wouldn't one. go to prison for it. Well, she wouldn't. Let's <laughs> put it out there. Who's going to fucking challenge the Queen? And even she'd be like, oh, yeah, she was the girl was fucking the King. Like, what did she expect? <laughs> but her, her logic went, I'll get rid of all the flowers out of the park. Never mind the fact that there are other parks with flowers. Yeah, but I imagine it must have been, in location-wise, fairly close to wherever this... It was. It was lived. right. Well, it was right on the doorstep of where they lived, actually, so he didn't actually... It was really bad. It was like going to the garage at the end of <laughs> your road... <laughs> <laughs> it's like say your wife found a chemist you're not having sex anymore and you've gone in there to buy condoms. you went in that shop yeah it's like that was not that was not very dumb yeah it's sort of like if you committed murder parking the victim's car on your drive it's like no 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 you park it on their drive you go you go to their or, end or it's like say you murdered someone in their house felt tired and decided to have Just, a sleep in their bed but yeah like it's not it wasn't very smart on his no. part. Or having sex with a woman in their bed. It's the Queen's reaction. He's like, well, there are other parks. I mean, if he was that committed to seeing <laughs> also, this bird... He's also, a king. He fathered, he's got money. Could he not just buy flowers? Well, he fathered a lot of illegitimate children as well. Like, supposedly, after this happened. Yeah. So you clearly didn't deter him. 
the flowers weren't the, the only thing, thing is, that was working for I was going to say, I don't think the flowers are what the women were fucking him for. Well, I don't imagine. I imagine to quote one of my favourite scenes from all of all time from anything ever. <clears throat> um, it's, it's a scene from Always Sunny, by the way, but uh, for those of you wondering, they can't say no because of the implication. <laughs> what implication? <laughs> you know, he's the king. If they want to say no, they say no. He doesn't sleep but with them. But they're not going to say no. they're not going to say no because of the implication. <laughs> it's that word again. What do you mean by implications? <laughs> You're not in danger. <laughs> Why? So they are in danger. But it, it, it's the implications. <laughs> if the king shows up and says, like, you know, we're going to have a go. Drop your drawers. What are you going to say? No. Because of the implication. <laughs> you just don't say it. You just let him have a go. So the flowers are really more for his benefit than yours. Yeah, make him feel a little bit better, I guess. Or the water brag. Someone comes around your house and goes, they're nice flowers, Mary. Where'd you get him? King. King gave him me. After he gave me something else. <laughs> <laughs> After yeah. he gave me his baby gravy. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoying your tea? <laughs> so that's from the king. He <laughs> came out of me. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Is there another one? No, but my point, the, the thing is believability. Uh, there's no there's no real logic to it. So no, the believability it's so ridiculous, is like, it could be true. So, the, I reckon the six. For me, it's like a solid two or three. It's like, there's no logic. Attack the woman, sure. Attack the king, fine. Burn the park, like, but just remove the flowers from that park. Is really Remove flowers from all royal parks has a certain logic. But just that one park is just dumb. There's no believability to it. but And obviously we'll never know for sure. But most historians do actually believe that to be true. Yeah. I doubt them. There is no logic unless the Queen was a fucking idiot. Well, they say there's no... Um, what is it? There's uh, no wrath like a woman scorned. Well, yeah, but there's logic still. You don't remove the I logic. just feel sorry for those flowers. They were living their dream, living their best life. <laughs> And all and, because of some whore somewhere. Yeah. No, all because he couldn't keep it in his fucking pants. Yeah. They had to... He always pantaloons. I bet the vegans still mourn to this day. Do you know what? We'll never know. We will never know because we're not royal folk. I feel fairly regal. You look fairly regal. I do. That might just be because you wear a crown to every session. Yeah, but that's because I'm the ideas man. It's my idea hat. Yeah, I wish you didn't have Ideas Man printed on the front of it. But, you know, <laughs> each to their own. There's there's one more um, that I'd like to discuss before we move on to some of the ridiculous shit you came across. Yeah. <laughs> and this is one that, like, you can't prove. I don't know where it started, but I absolutely love that it fucking started. And that is the idea. That, like, I just I want to know where it started. Is that Hitler... When planning his invasion of Europe, decided to that he was going to make once he took over mainland Europe and UK, that he was going to make his new base of of operations from a um, a block of flats in Ballum. And I right. love that. I love that. At the time, it was quite a a very fancy Art Deco building. It was very nice. Uh, Apparently it survived a lot of the, the air attacks where most of the city fell. So it was believed to have a certain air of luck or a certain indestructible quality to it. And apparently, and this is my favourite one, and this is absolutely where it started, but 
it started bef- like in like the 50s so it kind of started before most people will have seen it from above before air travel was popular right. but apparently from above if you squint and i mean if you squint it looked a bit like a swastika <laughs> and so people decided like that was going to be his because he is basically a comic book villain and he wants his badge represented in his building right I mean, you might as well have had it set up in like a volcano and gone full baddie. I can sort of picture that being true, to be honest. But I mean, it's such like, where, do, who starts that? And the I thing is, know. he never had, he never made official plans for anything like that. He died before he was ever able to tell anyone about that. So I don't know where that well, kind of stuff. Unless you believe the conspiracy. Well, I do like a conspiracy. Oh, what, that he's alive in Argentina? Yeah. And there's another let's 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 quickly end this one on the believability of Hitler using this thing as a as a base operations. Three. I'd give it a five. Yeah, you're loving that five today. <laughs> but let's move on to that then. Hitler survived and moved to Argentina along with a love a, a lot of other Nazi high rankers. Um do you know what? I find it quite believable because um I just can't picture after everything he'd done. Just giving up like that. I'll say this for Hitler being alive and in Argentina. Um, two. For mid to high ranking Nazi officials, to a lot of them fleeing to Argentina and Argentina end up being the safe haven, I give that a solid seven, seven or eight. In fact, I'd go higher. I think nine. I think that happened. You I do. think they didn't want to be persecuted. They fled. One of the only places that would take them in was Argentina. And once it's taken in a couple, it's the refugee thing. Once you've taken in a couple, more go there because they're like, well, we're going to be accepted. Like, we've already been accepted. But as for Hitler himself, I think he died. I think the circumstances around his death are probably up for debate. Well, that was the thing. I think when he died is absolutely on point as far as I'm concerned. Oh, I don't know what you make of it. Obviously, you'd think he's, he's, he was alive up until recently. Well, the one of the things that pointed towards that he didn't die how or where they said he did was um, when they... When he supposedly killed himself, he'd killed his wife and children. And they then... Burnt, he instructed the soldiers to burn their bodies, all of them. Mm. And uh, when they got there, they were had just started the process of burning Hitler's body. That body was then kept and held, and recently was um, investigated by Russian scientists, I believe. The most valid and believable people on the planet, for sure. No, I'll let you continue. Sorry. And um, the remains were that of a woman's. And yeah. it, that is supposed to be the body of Hitler. Here's a question. Uh, why did the Russians get their hands on it? Why did the were least the, trustworthy people they were the ones the NATO? who got the body? Yeah. In the or first so place. they claimed. Well. I just, it's very hard to believe. It's like the kid at school who reckons that, you know, in, and it's like Jay in the Inbetweeners, who reckons that he's done all this cool shit and that his dad knows the craze and all that shit. It's sort of like that. It's sort of like that kid coming to school and being like, oh, I've. I've got um, yeah, I've got Hitler's Hitler's body, and you're like, I'll oh, have you, have you, I oh, yeah, I believe it, I believe it. It's 
there's something about the Russians that I just don't shock horror that I don't fully believe I mean yeah whatever if you you know if that's what you're into if you think Hitler's alive and well no I don't think he's necessarily alive now but I don't you think he didn't die in 1945 no I think he died elsewhere and uh, as we've mentioned Argentina was supportive of the Nazi party so it would have made sense they allowed them to enter I, I, I don't want to be liable to saying that Argentina supported the Nazi party I want to be very well they were well it's quite well documented that they were supportive of the allegations, and I don't want to be sucked into those I don't think we're going to get pulled up on yeah but the Russians listen to everything man they might grass us out especially after I've slagged them off <laughs> Putin, please don't. <laughs> Honestly, we kicked off the series by you threatening the a royal. Now I'm slagging off Putin. <laughs> it's not looking good for us, bro. No, it's We're going to die fair. before the end of the season. But, moving on, you found, I mean, some stuff that yeah, wasted your time, quite frankly. Yeah, there's something called but... uh, the elevator game. Now, the sequence varies depending on what building you go into. But it's uh, so you go into the elevator on your own, and supposedly you cross over to another realm dimension. Yeah, it's a bit stranger things here. Yeah, and uh, so you go in the elevator. You start off by pressing, I believe it's uh, level two. Then you go back to let down to level one. Bear in mind, all these you have to have you have to go into an elevator that goes up to certain floors. It doesn't really work if you go into like a three story building well I think the minimum it said you could do it in was a five story building Yeah. ideally a ten story um, but basically you sort of go up and down different levels you can't leave the elevator and supposedly once you reach the sequence where you get to level five on the fifth floor a woman will enter the elevator you are not to look at her, acknowledge her speak to her, touch her, anything um, you have to just either stare at the floor, the ceiling, or the buttons. If you speak or acknowledge her, you basically get tormented um, by her forever. Um, whereas if you don't acknowledge her, once she's in the lift and you go back down to the first floor, you can leave and she'll leave you alone. And what I love about this is that... So we read a... <coughs> we read a story of an account of someone who'd actually done this game and experienced the experience. And what I love is that she said, I was doing this sequence, and um, on the fifth floor, this woman entered, and uh, she started telling me, like, there was there was an accident, there was an accident on the floor that she'd entered from and that she needed yeah, help. Yeah, it was on the fifth floor. And she said, and I, true to the game, I looked away and I looked down, and then the woman started getting really hysterical, and was like, why are you ignoring me? And then she turned angry and was like, you fucking this, that, and the other. Yeah. And what what my mind couldn't help but go to is that there's genuinely been an accident on the fifth floor the woman's been like I'll get help like you you know someone's called 999 or whatever someone's gone like I'll get help she's gone into bed and there's someone she doesn't need to go and get help she can get help here she's like help me and this bitch she just said there's been an accident like a horrible accident and this bitch is just ignoring her she's like I really need your help but once a woman starts crying she ends up beating her up <laughs> yeah well this is it so she then grabbed her like so throwing her against the, the the walls of the elevator. It's like, that took a really dark turn, and I think someone's just come in genuinely looking for help, and you beat them up. 
is what's happened. But then she mentions for like the next 10 she days afterwards, she gets tormented, keeps seeing and her. And what I think that is. Ends up waking up in the morning in that office block. In my mind, there is no doubt that that is guilt. That is a manifestation of guilt. <laughs> and the, you know, her own paranormal beliefs. And so she says she keeps waking up, but I think that, what, it's a dream. She's clearly having problems sleeping. No, but she says she was waking up in the office block. Yeah, but I just don't believe it. I believe she was at home. Or maybe she sleptwalked. Maybe she, she, she actually travelled there, but I don't believe that part of it. So what do you think of believability out of ten? Of the, the crossing over to the other side? And seeing the oh, like, and... like one. Fair enough. Because there's so many varied accounts from what we read as well. I'd give it a four. That's dangerously close to your five. Yeah. That's dangerously close. It's slightly below. What but would, I still what, would not do it. What would get it to the five? What know. aspect of it is keeping it from the five? Um, I don't know. The can, the waking up in the office block over and over again, I think. Yeah, it's a bit dubious, isn't it? It's a, yeah. bit, it's a bit suspicious. But the whole thing just reeked of like someone's played a game, attacked a woman for no good reason, and then ended up feeling horribly guilty about it. Um, but that, that account happened this year, and then we did watch a... A video of someone doing it, um, and it... Because this is the thing, the, the, the theory goes that, and this is why it's great for tall tales for kids and teens, because it goes, the, the person that enters the lift will often, not always, take the face of someone you know. Yeah. So what happens is kids start fucking with each other and they like get into the lift with their friends, they like yeah. take the stairs up to the fifth floor and they're like, but they'll pretend not to know them and they won't, you know, and they're like, and the video we watched the two was like, it was honestly, it looked like it was written for like a teen drama, they was like, Jeremy, what are you doing here, man? Oh my God, Jeremy, like, what the heck are you doing here? And it was like, okay, yeah, here we go. Um, and it, the whole thing, and then they go down and there's like a wheelchair, and it's like, well, someone's obviously just put a fucking wheelchair there. Yeah. I mean, it was such shit. But for me, listen, I'll do the Bloody Mary, I'll do the elevator challenge, I'll do the lot of them, because that's such right. a letdown. I can't this believe might... I only gave it a two as well. I should have really gone lower, but... Uh, this is another one that you might be willing to do. This is called Baby Blue. Um, if you play this game right, a baby will appear in your arms. So basically, you have to go into a bathroom, again, turn the lights <laughs> off, close the door, look into the mirror, and you have to say 13 times, Baby Blue, Blue Baby. And whilst you say that, you have to cradle your arms as if you were holding a baby already. And apparently, after you've said it 13 times, you will suddenly feel the weight of a baby and what's in probably, your You can arms. stand there for like four minutes or whatever, fucking holding your arms And when you look into the mirror, up. you will see the baby in your arms, but you will also see the baby's mother. And apparently what you have to do next is quickly throw the baby into the toilet <laughs> and flush. Um, and apparently... I love that. Um, no, I don't love... When this is happening... She will start screaming at you, the woman, give me back my baby. Yeah, no shit, you just flushed her baby and, down the fucking um, toilet. No, but she will start screaming before you've even attempted it. And can I just can I just and clarify something quickly? I don't love flushing children down the toilet. I don't condone that. I don't support it. I love the myth. I love the <laughs> urban legend. So yeah, you have to flush it down the toilet. If you don't do it quick enough, she um, will scratch you and leave a mark and potentially more. And you know what, my so this is the thing. Okay, so we we um my first thought when hearing this, undoubtedly, is um 
you're holding the baby. Let's. I mean, I don't believe any of it, but let's say you're holding the baby. The baby's appeared. You're there. You're holding a baby. Mm. The mum appears. Give me back my baby. Why wouldn't you just give her back her baby? I don't Why would your first port of call be to flush it down the toilet? I don't know. Because honestly. the myth told you, because some kid told you, oh, you've got to flush it down the toilet, and you'd be like, yeah, that seems right to me. Like, why would you not just give her a baby back? Because she's a ghost, and the baby's a ghost? Well, then it doesn't make any odds if you give it back, does it? No, but what if her and the baby then haunt you? Why would they haunt you? You've reunited mother yeah, and child. but you don't know what could happen. You weren't expecting this baby and her to actually turn well, up. Well, I was expecting it. I've gone into the, I've gone into the bathroom, closed the door. No, but I've done a whole ritual <laughs> to get to this point. I think I'm very much expecting her to appear. No, but I don't I'm think I'm not going to be like, you're, oh, you're here's doing, a woman. You're, you're doing it sceptically, so you're not actually expecting her. Yeah, but my first instinct would still be not... Like, if, I, if this now suddenly seems real, this mother and this baby... My first instinct would not be to throw it. would be to protect the child, no, but not you've been throw given it down the, role, the toilet. She's going to kill you because she... Be- the reason is the origins of the story is that she was like a servant woman or a woman of a lower stature that slept with a rich man, had his child, and the baby was taken from her and killed. So it's her trying to get her child back. Okay, but... So she's dead in this situation, as is the baby. Surely yeah. they've been reunited in the afterlife. No, because she never knew what happened to the child. So she thinks the child's still alive, but surely not. Well, not necessarily of... alive, but she just doesn't know what happened to it, where it is, where it was buried. So she thinks it. I'm doing danger to this baby. Yeah. So then, what would reassure her would be me throwing it down the toilet. <laughs> that would convince her that I'm not harming her baby, that I'm actually a good guy, and she'll be like, "Do you know what I'm going to do?" Yeah, leave? but she's an angry spirit. She's not thinking it through. Yeah, but like. If 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 you were if you were a mother and you were looking for your baby and you were summoned or whatever and you, Wait one you second, see I've got to prepare myself. And you see your baby in the arms of a stranger. Give me back my baby. <laughs> you see your baby in the arms of a stranger. Don't throw it down the toilet. If they then threw it down the toilet, your first thing would be like, Well fuck this prick, I'm gonna attack this prick and just flush my baby down the toilet. It wouldn't be to leave calmly and be like, Good good day, sir, you followed the rules. <laughs> you have no idea. <laughs> You've passed the test. You don't know that. Well, I mean <laughs> No, you're right, I don't. Have you met this mother? Do you know how she reacts? No, but I'll meet her afterwards. I was about to say I'll meet her in the bathroom, but mine sounds pretty shady and, like, pervy. <laughs> and mine goes beyond the uh, the paranormal. Mine goes straight into just creepy pervert. But to give it an air of believability, um, one, if you said... It, and I'll say this, because I know I gave the other paranormal one a two. If you'd have kept the baby or protected the baby, or given the baby to the mother, it would have taken a two. But the fact that you flushed the baby down the toilet <laughs> drops it straight to the lowest number I can give it. It's one. I'm giving it a five. There it is, that classic five. We should just call this episode five. We should put this as the fifth episode five of the season. series. the magic number. One, two, three, four, five. <laughs> Uh, okay, the next one, again, it involves the bathroom and turning the lights off. Yeah, a lot of them do. That's uh, Candyman. Go into the bathroom and shut the door and turn off the lights. Look into the mirror and say Candyman five times. The story is that the Candyman will appear in the bathroom and kill you with his hook. Ah, now. But I'm aware of the origins of this. So am I. And I, I believe you're going to share. So the origins of the story is back in the day in America when you had apartment buildings... Um, they would have <coughs> not tunnels, so to speak, but passages in the They were walls. conjoined. 
um, all the apartments were conjoined and they had passages behind the walls for plumbers to be able to access pipes. And one of the ways they would get into that is through... Not to sound too sexual, but uh, pipes were bigger back in the day. (coughs) You think there's been a real decrease in pipe size these days? Not over here, big man. (laughs) And I know over there you're not doing too bad in the pipe size department. (laughs) Okay, now we've got our routine sexual stuff out of it. Carry on. But yeah, it comes from uh, an actual true story of there was a mass murder in America that used these passages and came through women's windows, not windows, their medicine cabinets and stuff. Medicine cabinets and would kill them. So that's the origin of that urban myth. But in terms of... And I love the development of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But in terms of would I still go into the bathroom and say that five times? No, I wouldn't. I mean, I think I have. Not in succession, but when you're singing like Candyman. What do, do you mean? Do, 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 Well, like, you say Candyman, right? What song? The Candyman can. You know that song? Oh, oh what, the Willy Wonka song? I don't know if it's necessarily the, the, the Willy Wonka song. The Candyman can, because he mixes it with love and makes the... Well, I'm not going to sing it now in case he pips. Well, tastes good. But, uh, yeah, that's like, but you know what I mean. I, I don't that. think that's quite the same. Also, the um, Christina Aguilera, Candyman. I've probably sung that a few times in the bathroom. Yeah, but were you looking in the mirror? Yeah, with a hairbrush. I was doing the full routine. <laughs> Still not the same. You're not just saying those that word five times. But, like, what happens if you're on the other side and you're like this this otherworldly killer and you're like, you're waiting for your cue and you're sort of like, the candy man, can't you? Like, ah, no, no, come on, Gary, sit down. <laughs> no, it's not your turn. They were singing, all right? <laughs> you're getting too key. And you're like... How do you know that that's your cue? Who has a cue? What kind of serial killers have a cue? It's all about timing, Jake. In all things, you know. You should have left that to me, quite frankly. That was a badly rehearsed set. But it's all about... Timing? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Time that to perfection. And believability, by the way. Uh, Two, it gets above the, the, the baby blue. It does go above baby blue for me. Does it? Yeah, because I, I weirdly, since we've discussed it and mocked it, or since I've discussed it and mocked it, I've grown to like the idea of a serial killer waiting for a cue. <laughs> Slightly off stage, just... God damn it. Say <laughs> growing it, say old, it, waiting say for it. five times. And then I'm through, they're like, and imagine what if you come through and you're like, I actually only said, um, actually only said uh, Candyman four times. And I'm like, oh, my apologies, good man. <laughs> <laughs> Back I go. No, but the thing is, the Candyman doesn't come through the mirror. <clears throat> no, he appears. He appears. Um, so it's not like he's sat behind the mirror. <laughs> he's just in the ether somewhere. Do you know what I mean? But he's still waiting for a cue. Could you imagine though, if he is counting it properly, it gets to four, and he's like, "Yeah, that's it. Say it one more time. Just say that motherfucking." And then they don't, and he's like, "You fucking prick tease." Imagine that you're <laughs> sitting there, and you're like, "Goddamn teats." <laughs> Goddamn fucking whore. And you're like, wait, is someone calling, is there a ghost calling me a whore or tease? Yes, there is. It's the Candyman. Yeah, believability too. Only just outranks the, because uh, the baby blue one's got to go at the bottom. Why are you throwing the baby away? I'm still not over it, big. Why are you throwing the baby away? <laughs> to save my life. The only reason any of these have got twos on this list is because that has to get a one. <laughs> that has to solidly... We have another bathroom game. They all are. Uh, it's called the Queen of Spades. Yeah, basically you sit on your hat. No, that's a different game, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's a different game. 
Go into the bathroom and turn the light off and shut the door. Uh, this game works best if it's also night outside. Uh, face a Queen of Spades card up against the mirror. <laughs> light a candle and then draw a set of stairs on the mirror in red lipstick. Close your eyes and say, Queen of Spades, come, three times. If, you're, if you are successful, the Queen of Spades will be there when you open your eyes. If you are unsuccessful, quickly say, Queen of Spades, go away before she kills you. Yeah, there is a website where you can actually go and, and ask a woman on the other line to um, say, Queen of Spades, come. Queen of Spades, come. And she actually does. It's very impressive. You have to pay, though, premium rates. such a knobhead <laughs> so believability oh um, well here's the thing right? why are they all so elaborate do you think these people these, these spirits are well just... to summon a spirit mate you've got to do something do you know what I mean do you, do know, they... you can't just go here do you think they're all <laughs> sitting around going do you think anyone will do that well what the lips yeah, why did you have the lipstick fit that's just a laugh isn't it it's just a laugh and they've got the card I'll see how far there's I can push it there's got to be a sketch in there somewhere hasn't there be, uh, yeah there probably is but do you think they are sitting around discussing it and being like no one's going to do yours they don't have to t- I don't think they've got friends they're like Mary she only, you don't have to say it three times I don't think they've got friends mate well you don't think spirits gather together they've got a lot of time to kill because there aren't many people getting a fucking card and some lipstick and locking themselves in the bathroom Right, we've got another one, and this will be the last one. Sure. Devil Face. This is a game that originated in Spain. It can be played alone or in a group. When midnight is approaching, go into the bathroom and turn out the light. What <laughs> <laughs> about shutting the door? It doesn't mention. Uh, keep your eyes closed until you hear a clock strike midnight. I know I've got to buy a fucking <laughs> clock as well. <laughs> or have an alarm set on your phone. Yeah, sure, sure. Um, keep them closed until it strikes midnight, <laughs> and then open your eyes and you will see the face of the devil. El diablo, el diablo. Oh, Dios, Dios. I mean, do you think he just does runs at midnight? Well, I suppose... He's a busy bloke, he's got a lot to do, he can only, he can only dedicate that small section well, of Well, I don't day. know how he works it, but, you know... I imagine I've got, I love the idea as well that, that the devil is um, taking the face of uh, Tom Ellis who plays, <laughs> who plays Lucifer Morningstar in the show Lucifer he's so good as well um, he is really you good really but, watch but that. Based, it's based on the, the DC comics Lucifer very so, very very, very loosely. but I love the idea that Tom Ellis is appearing in my bathroom no that sounds wrong I no, I do idea. love the idea of Tom Ellis appearing he's in my bathroom he's an attractive bathroom. man I'll tell you what I would he is an attractive man I would and there you go, it's another obligatory Crossing Swords podcast moment done. So hey, we should get a little, a little sound effect for like the, the obligatory gay celebrity crush. <sighs> <laughs> well, you can just do that every time I say it. Ready? We'll give it a go. Uh, Tom Ellis, I would. <laughs> <laughs> Hugh Jackman, I would. <sighs> I mean... We're having weird orgasm sound. Yeah. Like Yours is really odd. It's like a, a I panicked. satisfied I panicked. Side. I didn't know what to do. I was like, I've got to make a sound. Do I make a sound? What kind of sound do I make? But, yeah, I would, Tom Ellis. But I love the idea that it's appearing in my bathroom at like midnight. Bang on midnight as well and then fucks off. Yeah. Um, well, believe- it doesn't say what happens afterwards. Believability, two. That's my favourite number, two. See, I think I'd give it a two. Oh, what makes that less believable than 
the um, well, any of them. I think because I don't believe spades. in the devil. Oh, that's what does it. <laughs> you believe in Tom Ellis, though. I do. I like Tom Ellis. So what's what if we what if we change it from the devil to Tom Ellis, and it's technically the same thing as far as I'm concerned. Is Tom Ellis dead or alive at this point? Well, he's somewhat alive. He's got into your bathroom at midnight. No, but like. Is he dead or alive? Well, I don't know. Is God dead or alive? Is the devil dead or alive? Or angels dead or alive? No, We're challenging I'm, the whole concept of life. I'm no longer summoning the devil. I'm summoning Tom <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's, I don't know. It's Schrodinger's cat. You can't know. He's both dead and alive. Uh, if he was dead, it'd be more believable. Than if he was alive. So you're more likely to believe that a dead Tom Ellis would come into your bathroom at midnight than... Live Tom Why Ellis would live cause... Tom Ellis be in my bathroom? Because he's Tom Ellis, he'd do what he want. And he's heard the, he's heard the pod, he knows you want a bit. <laughs> <laughs> right, on a slightly more serious note, I just want to cover one conspiracy because I'd love to know your thoughts on it. I don't think I've oh, actually I think... ever asked you. Yeah, I bet I know though. Um, 9-11. 9-11. Was it a conspiracy or was it a terrorist act? I believe that the initial incident was a terrorist act. So you believe it was actually terrorist at But I believe there was a lot that happened in the build-up and in the cover-up afterwards that were conspiracies. Okay. What's your thoughts? I think the whole thing was a conspiracy. I've, I've, um, I'm not going to name one of the sources because you're just going to mock me. But that's think, not my own I resource. think I know. <laughs> um, but it, it's been irrefutably proven there's... Um, Several groups, there's like uh, Pilots for Justice, um, Firefighters for Truth, all these sort of different groups. Um, that Is it that the destruction patterns don't fit in with the attack stuff, patterns? Yeah, yeah. There's no way planes flying into those buildings would have made them fall the way they did. It's impossible. No, there's, there's... And the official story was that jet fuel melted the steel beams, um, but jet fuel only burns at a certain temperature, which is nowhere near high enough to burn... To melt still yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of, like um, I said I think and literally I've watched video after video of comparison of them collapsing compared to a building with a controlled demolition and it's identical um, and then at the same time no one ever talks about is it uh, Tower 7 I don't know you tell me it, it's was, your conspiracy. it, it was a building that went down the same day in the same city and no one talks about it interesting but I don't know Look, all um, I know is I think there was definitely some shit went on beforehand and after, definitely afterwards that was a lot of conspiracy and then obviously, up, no doubt. Added to that, the same day, the supposed uh, plane flying into the Pentagon. the Pentagon. Yeah, there's no doubt that we're not getting the full story. There's no doubt that the government I think the whole thing still to this day. And there was another bit of evidence. Um, there was a plan during the Cold War um, that if America wanted to bomb Cuba... Um, they had a plan and it was to remotely fly an empty plane that carried god knows what in it to blow shit up um, and what what they would do there was a commercial flight that was i can't remember the name of the plan um, but it was basically identical to what happened with 9-11 or you know in terms of how you would yeah, do the, it yeah the cia have a history of doing some really questionable shit yeah. it's like it's and straight out of a tv show what they would do is they would the commercial flight had to stop 
I believe sort of like Miami sort of area on that coast they um, would hold that plane there and fly an identical plane remotely to Cuba to drop the bombs basically or to fly into important fly them into important buildings um, and then it could be done as an accident rather than America yeah as long as you put cadavers on the plane so that there's stuff and to that's exactly the what but they would have done um, and then there you go, had, I could work and, for the CIA. And, and that plan is it is public in terms of it's been released slowly over time, if that makes sense. Declassified. Yeah, that's it, that's the yeah. word. Um, so if the Americans back then had the technology to pull off that sort of plan, they must have had it for 9-11. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing, like, I don't... Because what then... I think there's no doubt... What that... happened after 9-11... They had a huge sweep of support for military and for military action in the Middle East, and they wanted oil. And I think that's oh what no it's all doubt, no no doubt and that they were got, geared to go before that happened. Yeah, and then you've got the things like um, the owner of the World Trade Center and the Twin Towers six weeks before the event took out an insurance policy, and the only difference in a new policy was the coverage for terrorist attacks. I mean. Yeah, but you know, I think you could. And I'm sorry that there's too many coincidences. That, you know, the 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 risk of terror. Have you listened to the, the recordings of the phone calls from the plane? I haven't. No. They are. Then they're so fake. There, there's one where someone calls the emergency services, and he's like, "Yeah, um, the plane's been hijacked." Um, yeah, it would have been better if they were actually reading a building. it from the script. Now, the plane's um, been. And basically, um, at the height they were at, with the technology available at the time, mobile phone calls wouldn't have got through. The airline, or no, the CIA then said, or it might have been the FBI said, that it was uh, uh, phones in the seats on the plane itself that people phoned on. Um, The airline then issued a statement saying that none of their planes at that time had any phones in the seats um, and then there's actually one of the recordings came from one of the mobile numbers registered to one of the people that was supposedly on the plane yeah no, no, no. I think there's a, and I'll tell you this and I think we should do a whole episode on this because mm. clearly there's a lot there yeah. and people are going to get to the end of this episode and go why the hell wasn't the episode all about 9-11 yeah. we will and I promise you now we'll do an episode of 9-11 yeah there, definitely there's one some stuff one last thing I'd like to throw in there as well is on that day there was an unprecedented amount of of war games being carried out by the Americans. Never before or since have there been that many being done by the Navy, the Army and the Air Force at that time, so that there was nothing available in the area to deal with anything. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's a lot to discuss. Like I said, with the with the phone calls, I really like the idea that they were directly reading off a script and they were like, the plane's been hijacked. Yeah. Hij- oh, hijacked. And, and oh, no, sta- that makes sense. And there are yeah, statements yeah. from people that worked in the emergency oh, services. Oh, there's statements from people all over the that place. That genuinely were like, are there war games going on today? Because it was scripted like a war game. Yeah. No, the, the whole thing... Yeah, and we'll... Look, that, that's a promise now. We'll do a whole episode on 9-11. Nice. That's a Crossing Swords guarantee. Although the last time... Be, but we the last time something. I made a Crossing Swords guarantee was that we were about to disagree and I was horribly disproven. <laughs> uh, that was no, at the start I of the really, series. I don't enjoy talking about 9-11, but it's something that fascinates me, so I'm happy to... It fascinates it. me too, and I'm happy to look into it a lot more and really open my mind to it. 
Mm. Um, I definitely think we we For definitely me, don't know the whole I've story. I've seen far too much and read far too much and listened to far too much to make me think it's anything but a conspiracy. Equally, it's that thing of it's it's the narrative you follow. Once you follow a certain narrative, it does embed itself into you and it does convince itself. And I'm not. I'm just saying that's no, my devil's advocate. I'm not possibly, saying that to say possibly, to try and discredit not, you or say no, that no, you're, no, you've got nothing to that you. Um, but I've had it's information I've come across, not that's been fed to me or. Um, other influences from no but once people. you start on one you kind of find another and another and another and then you're sort of well, in no, that world and you're in that frankly, mindset I don't want to believe any government is disgusting enough to do something like and that there's many instances of it being the case though no I know but in reality we all want to believe stuff like that isn't possible mm. anyway we'll do a whole episode on it yeah so we've now think... passed the hour mark yeah and so... um, I think an hour is more than enough of us rambling so yeah so let us know what you think of the believability of, uh, yeah, are we really guys? I'm begging you. I'm begging stories. you. This isn't one of those where we tell you, please keep the conversation going, and then where you know you don't. Like, please, I'm begging you, give us your believability factor and yeah. tell us why Big was wrong to give many of the ones he gave. You know, that man of looks could kill. <laughs> the look he just shot me. It was one of derision and disgust. It was, it was. That's what you get when you go unscripted, baby. <laughs> Alright guys, well thank you again as always. Don't forget to share, like, subscribe. Follow us on Twitter at Swords Crossing. Yeah, email us at crossingswords at gmail. No, crossingswords19 at gmail.com. Yeah, there was way too many ads in that. Yeah. Um, follow us, crossingswords underscore podcast. Um, on Instagram. Again, follow us, Facebook, crossingswords, find us follow us like the page keep the conversation going and share everything like the podcast write the podcast share the podcast yeah I mean we'll sound like broken records but I'll fucking sound like a broken record I'll ram this down your throat yeah like an aggressive sexual predator I will ram this down your throat yeah <laughs> <laughs> and on that bombshell and guys just be careful okay if you are going to do any of the stuff that we've suggested and play any of the games um, just be careful because there's some real ghost babies you could be hurting okay <laughs> just be considerate and also don't mistake real babies also, for ghost babies just as liable uh, yeah oh absolutely don't do that I've done that terrible mistake and as, as a, just a case of, of covering our asses legally um, if you die it's not our fault yes please don't do any of these things no do them but just if you leave die it's it not our fault leave it to the professionals fault. Yeah, find a professional and then leave it to them. Yeah. Find a professional first, though. Thank you, guys. Bye. You're not going to say bye to them, Jake? Nah, fuck them. All right.